Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. You betcha. Today, guys, we've got our, uh, our buddy, the Jersey Stalker, back Ooh. with us. Sean Romero, if you go back to episode 11, we have an episode called The Aftermath with the inspirational Jersey Stalker. Our buddy Sean, he was on talking about his life. He's got a faithfully led podcast, super cool dude from Jersey. This guy's been through a lot. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back, check it out, and uh, you're going to get a good little taste of him today. So, Hey, Sean. Say, hey, say hello. What's up, ladies? How are you? We're good. We missed you, buddy. I know. It's I been know. a while. I know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I miss you guys, too, man. It's just, you guys are always awesome. I'm always listening to you guys. You guys are fantastic. Oh, Sean's like my uh, East Coast brother from another mother. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You were just back here, too. So you, you, know, you know what it's like, man. I know. You we're in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. I was just back there for a wedding and uh, only for like four days. It was really fast, but... Man, there's a difference between East Coast and West Coast for sure, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like on the East Coast, it's always quick, quick, go, go, go. And then you go back West and it's like everything's slow-mo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing that was funny, uh, I brought my family back some stuff from the airport, you know, because my kids think I, oh, I left all my family, P.S. Like I just went by myself because who <laughs> wants to fly with four kids? Oh, for real. Yeah. And so, of course, my kids are like, oh, bring us something cool back, you know? And so I'm in the airport and there's all the Pittsburgh stuff. <laughs> yes. And and so I bring them all back a keychain of Pittsburgh and they think they're super cool. But I saw these cookies and on the cookies were words that people, only people in Pennsylvania say, right? And so Yins was on there. Have you ever heard yins in Jersey? The heck is a yin? No, I have no idea what that is. No, yins. No, that's that's not. That's definitely not Jersey or New York thing. That's All that's right. a Pennsylvania thing. Well, it's down in Pennsylvania, man. So it, it's yins, and it kind of means like you guys, right? Like, hey, are yins going to the party? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I can hear that. Yeah. No joke. Listen, I don't say really? this shit. It's, okay. It's, this is almost like a redneck word. Yeah, I think. So listen, <laughs> I don't... Because it makes no sense, okay? No <laughs> sense whatsoever. <laughs> right. Listen, I don't talk like this, okay? And really, I don't think a ton of my family members actually do, but this is like a thing. Anyway, so yins, there was like a jagoff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we say whoa, that. Whoa, 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 back up. What was that one? Yeah, have you ever heard of that one? Oh, jag-off. yeah. It's like J-A-G. Yeah, jagoff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say that fast. What's that mean? Jag off? Like, it's like you, you're saying jerk off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, you no, know, you're a jerk off for, for doing that, you know? Hey, you're freaking jag off. You yeah, know? yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, you wait, know. So, wait, you guys don't call it a jack off because I'm pretty sure that's what we say here. Like, that person's a jack off. A jag off? Yeah. yeah. But it means the same thing. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, see, in New York, the, the, the lingo and stuff like that, everything kind of gets blended together. So, you know, like, <laughs> forget about it you know in new york we'd say forget about it you know it's, it's all forget about it it's just one we don't word. have time to do each <laughs> word individually okay we're running them all together now exactly so you got so it it's becomes our own language our own you know words so you know forget about it you know you jag off you know get out of here you know this 
That's the way it goes. Oh, I love it. I'm just so <laughs> at home when I listen to Sean talk, right? No, I, my, my thing, I think what happened is somebody was playing horseshoes and they were drunk and they meant to say, hey, you're a jerk off. But then they were, you know, they, the words just slurred. They said jag off and then that's what people just say now. Probably. Mm. Probably. I anyway, believe- we're on a tangent. <laughs> we're way out there, guys. This, this episode is supposed to be uplifting. <laughs> we're way off talking about jagoffs. All right, you jagoffs. Here's what we're talking about today. Okay, so let's catch up with Sean, though. I mean, for any of you that listened to his last episode, man, this guy's been through a lot. We talked about, oh, wait a minute. Whitney just looked you up. Guys, I had to look up the difference between jackoff and jagoff, okay? <laughs> In the Urban Dictionary? Urban Dictionary. Oh, my gosh. It says, jag off is anyone who angers a Pittsburgher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't. And a jack off is about masturbation. So. Oh, no. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm pretty sure. See, all are aware. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that name came up because when you're in the airport, you're paying over, you're getting overpriced keychains you know what i mean when you yeah. can just go down the street and get get like 12 for a dollar you know what i mean <laughs> you go to the airport and you're paying like 12 for one it's just oh man that was brilliant i think we should just have this whole episode being like looking up pittsburgh words on <laughs> urban dictionary that'd be All great. The slang no so sean he he's been through a lot and uh, our last episode what did we talk about sean kind of how your uh, your ex wife left and turned lesbian. Yep, yep. And how you do the single dad thing. Yep, yep. I we mean, talked. we we pretty much talked about everything. You know, went down and and how to basically just thrive through all that adversity. You know, I mean, from everything from having to, you know, kind of recap. You know, got divorced. Well, actually you know, resigned out of the air force, got divorced. And then literally within six days of each other, you know, and then four days later, you know, being baptized and saved in my church. But even then after that, you know, having to deal with the anxiety and depression and things like that, having to fight through all that stuff, you know, not to mention, you know, having to deal with all the normal everyday stuff of having the bills and all that other stuff and raising the kids and, having, you know, your neighbors who were, you know, your ex-wife's friends, you know, having to hear them chuckle and sit there and say, oh, hey, you're stalking her when she lives 50 yards from you. So, you know, (laughs) that sort of stuff. (laughs) The Jersey stalker. You guys really go back, listen to that episode if you haven't. It's it's such a good one. Sean's been through a lot. Like he talked about depression, a lot of things. He's been through a really scary, scary moment. He kind of came out of that and, and rose above. And so, um, we are so excited to have you back on today, dude, and Thank really you. appreciate you being here. So, yeah, no, no, not a problem. I always enjoyed, you know, being here, and you guys are awesome. You guys are killing it, man. I mean, I'm so proud of you, girls. You know, starting out from, you know, from nothing, and like your podcast is just absolutely taking off. And you know, I just want to congratulate you guys. Seriously, you guys Thanks, are you pops. Guys are killing it, man. <laughs> 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 you you not make me feel old now. Come on, pop. <laughs> I'm just playing. Thanks, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's more like you That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so listen, we've got Thanksgiving coming up here, right? And uh, we we really want to talk about gratitude. 
right? Mm-hmm. But not only gratitude, it's the season. We're all thinking about that, right? What are we grateful for? What are we thankful for? But really how to stay in that mindset through some shitty times and, and through yeah. adversity and things that we're going through, right? Yep. Yeah, you know, I mean, gratitude, it's such a big thing because, you know, for, for a lot of people, gratitude can be different things. You know, people are grateful for what they have or, you know, and their life or they've gone through a traumatic event and stuff, but really to really embrace and understand gratitude, you really have to think outside the box and think of everything from a different perspective. Because when you're in your own world, you're in your own life. And, and I even wrote a blog about this, about saying your truth, because that's, that's nothing but BS. It's, it's nothing is your truth. You don't own the truth. You don't own the facts. It's just the truth. And when you look at it, in that perspective and just saying that this is mine, you're not able to think outside the box and be grateful for the other things that you really do have. You know, I was talking to my daughter who's 11 the other day and she was kind of like being, you know, South, you know, young kids are at that age and stuff. And I was trying to explain to her that, you know, even if you have like $10 in your pocket, you're like 90% of the world that, that are, you know, or the Western world, I mean, the Eastern world, you know what I mean? Third world countries, you're wealthier than they are and that they would ever have that in six months, a year, or even two years. You know what I mean? And we here as Americans, we take $10. It's like, oh, wow, $10 is nothing, you know? So you have to look at it from a different perspective. And that way you can really appreciate how to be grateful. Because when, when you break it down, you know, being grateful is really truly just not only just seeing what you've gone through or what you've been through or where you're at now, but how you can impact other people and understand what they've been through. Because what you can go through similar things, but your experience is always going to be different from anyone else. But you can always be grateful that you can be that blessing to someone else. You can be grateful that you can be that blessing that someone else can see you and that whatever you've been through and you're still pushing forward. So, I mean, that's to me, when I, when somebody says being grateful, that that's what I think about. I think about from that other perspective. I love that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I hadn't really thought about that before, but there's, there's been many times in my life where someone is going through maybe a tough situation or they're just, they're having a bad day or they've, they've done something that maybe they shouldn't have, whatever, you know, there's been times where I'm like, man, I, I'm kind of grateful to see them go through that. So I don't make that same mistake. And maybe that's, maybe that's a weird way, but, and I know that even I've made mistakes that I think others are like, okay, now I've seen someone go through that. I'm grateful. I could see that unfold. So now I won't walk that same path. Oh yeah. I mean, and, but, and on the flip side of that, some people will use it as a negative connotation and go, oh, well, you know, I'm glad she's going through it. Not me. (laughs) I'm good to go. You know what I mean? And just kind of walk away. But then again, that's that different perspective, you know, and how they want to look at it. You know, if they're more grateful of just having that open heart and just saying like, you know, like you are, you're saying that, Hey, you know, I'm thankful that, you know, it didn't happen to me, but I'm also grateful for the lesson that I learned because this person went through this. And, you know, the people that I mentor, the people that I teach, I tell them this, I said, if nothing happens to you, it happens for you. And if you keep that mentality of knowing that it's happening for you, you're always going to be grateful for whatever it is that you go through. And you're not a failure unless you're not learning the lesson. Failure is only failing to learn the lesson. And if you don't 
you know, if you, if you keep it in that context, if you keep it in that perspective, your, your gratitude is always going to grow. I love them. Me too. That's perfect. I think something I think about a lot, um, because let's, let's talk real here, right? In life, it's so easy to look around and kind of get down on, oh, well, you know, I don't have this. I don't have that. Good for them. Well, that would be nice. I want the new car. I want the, yeah. Yeah. What would it be like to have that or this, right? I mean, especially with like the world of social media and all the comparison bullshit out there, right? So easy. So easy. I don't care how strong of a person you are, the best of the best of us, you know, have those weak moments and thoughts. And so something when I'm in those, in those modes, right? Because again, I don't care who you are. We all go through it. Um, I'll admit that I get into modes sometimes where it's like, I know that I am blessed, right? And that I have things to be so grateful for, but you kind of get yourself in the, you catch yourself in those modes of like huffing and puffing about not having more or enough or, you know, this and that. And, and I, and I like almost, I like to catch myself in that a little bit and go, you know what? Do we have all the money in the world? No. You know, it, um, are we able to just like go on vacation on a whim? No, we've got to save up for that shit for a year. You know, uh, do we have, you know, there are some months where we, I can't walk around you know, third, yeah, first world problems, right? You can't walk around Costco and get all the good things I want to eat, right? It's like necessities, cucumbers and eggs. That's all we got here, yeah. right? Right. And, and I catch myself in those moments where sometimes I have to almost like mentally bitch slap myself. Like, what are you doing? You know, look around. Like, do you have food? Go to the necessities. Do you have food? Do you have warmth? Or is your family healthy? You know what I mean? Sometimes I have to really step back. Yeah, absolutely. And think about those little things and, and, and be grateful for the small things in life and the, you know, the basics because this world is difficult. You know, we you know, are all it, looking at our neighbors and seeing what everybody's got going on, you know? You know, no matter where you look at whatever period of time you want to look at, you know, whether it's medieval time, biblical times, you know, current society, whatever, it's human nature to always want more. And that's one of the great things about humans that, you know, we can always grow and we're always moving forward. We're always pushing the boundaries. We're always, you know, I mean, cause think about it just, you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys have always seen the meme that, you know, how uh, today's kids will never know the, the struggle of having to have the dial up modem. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, they're not going to know the struggle, you know, or even, Today's kids don't even know the struggle. I mean, for me, not having quarters in your pocket so you can make a phone call from the payphone. You know what I mean? So, because everybody yeah, knows the cell calls. Yeah, yeah, you collect calls. Yeah. You, know, you know, from from you know from jail. You know, but still, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's the different perspective. And you, but you understand that we're continuing to move forward. And as long as you can always continue to move forward, that's a good thing. It's always to be grateful. Say, hey, man, I, I live in a great time. You know. If you turn on the news, if you listen to anything like all the media, all the no- nonsense, do, the first thing you're going to think is like, wow, we are so divided. We are so angry. We are so, we can't get our stuff together. But that's not even the case. That is absolutely false. Because if you look around, you know, the, our economy, no matter what your politics are, I don't care. But here's the facts. The economy is doing well. You know, people are, you know, living in better times today than they were in the 1950s and 60s. Because if you think about it, 1950s and 60s, how many people actually owned a TV? Where now you go into a house and there's at least a minimum of two to three TVs in, in your place. 
Okay. And where before you can, the information you had to, you know, go through nine to five during a, a business hours at a library where now you can get the, that same information on your phone, you know, right at your fingertips without even having to get up out of bed. So that different perspective, understanding that you constantly have to move forward. But if you don't keep yourself grounded in that gratitude, that mentality of saying, you know what, man, this is really awesome. And at any day that I can, tomorrow I can be gone, but this isn't what it's really about. It's about the legacy that I'm putting forward, the legacy that I'm leaving behind. Because those same people that created all this technology for us, they created that legacy for us. And it's up to us to continue to move that legacy forward for the people that our kids that are now and our grandkids that are going to be coming in the future, you know, but to keep that mentality and grounded in that, we understand that that's, that's where the gratitude really comes from. And, and it, it, it's just all perspective. It really is all perspective. This is why we love talking to you, Sean. Really. <laughs> for real. I know. Sean, you, I feel like, you have something going for you that's so powerful that people don't even understand, right? Like you have that gift where uh, you've been through some of the shittiest, darkest, hardest times. I mean, I, you know, we know you personally and, right. and some of the stuff you go through. And it's like, I swear you are just always somebody who has a light about you and that positive mentality, even in the shittiest times where most people are going to be in their bed, not getting out of bed, like sulking and feeling bad for themselves. You're just like, no, I know God has a plan for me. Amen. I, he does. And he's shown me every single day. I mean, he shows me every single day, you know, even the times where I don't like, there's times where, yeah, and I still get those days of anxiety and stuff. And I'm like, oh, but you know, I'll just put on my worship music. And if I don't have my worship music on and I'll think of that song in my head. And then the first thing I'll do is when most of the time, and I, I'm absolutely horrible at this until, you know, I've really started getting into the routine where as soon as I, look at my phone in the morning, turn off my alarm. The first thing I do is open up Facebook, go to social media. Oh, what's going on here? What's going on? You know, yeah. I stopped that. And I was like, I just started going into my Bible app and started reading a daily plan or, and, and a daily verse before I even opened that up because I want a different perspective because every day that I wake up, whether it's snowing outside and you guys know how bad I hate the cold. All right. <laughs> whether it's raining, that. whether it's sunny, whether the kids are crying, whether the kids aren't, aren't here whether I'm lonely, doesn't matter. I know that every single day that I wake up, I have a new purpose. I have a new 24 hours to make it any which way I want. And if I screw around and I'm playing Spider-Man on, on the PS4 or I'm reading books, you know, that's my choice. And those choices that I make are either going to affect myself, uh, you know, better or they're going to, and I can plant the seeds of my legacy or I can just waste that time away and never get that back. So, you know, I mean, I just turned 42 in September. So I think about it and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. You know, I just like anyone else, I want toys, you know, I want the nice cars. I want the nice house or whatever. But at the end of the day, when I look back, what am I going to be remembered for? Am I going to be remembered for, Hey, Sean's the guy that he had the nice car and he had the nice house, but you know, what did he really accomplish? You know, I, I, I want to be remembered so that way, you know, if I have to give everything away and I'm literally standing there with nothing but the clothes on my back, I want to make sure that everyone understands the reason why that happened. And it's for a positive reason. 
and so that way they can learn the lesson and learn the lesson that I learned, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's just my mentality of everything. I love that. I think what stood out to me the most there is just how you said, like, you know, you pop, you get up and you just pop on your phone on the social media. That's such a huge issue nowadays where, um, it can take you down so fast. And so I love that you said you replace that instead of scrolling Facebook with like, you know, your scripture, your Bible study, whatever you believe in out there, right? Even if it's just like positive affirmations or some meditation. Meditation, motivation, something. Whatever. I love that. I think that's something I know I need more of in my life for sure. First thing in the morning, pop in Faithfully Led Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. There we go. There it is. That's all we need. (laughs) Yes. Why do you think, Sean, that so many people have a hard time with that mentality? Because I think more than not, people are more the victim mentality or more the, this is all happening to me versus, you know, I'm going to push through and, um, yeah. yeah. What am I trying I, to say? No, I agree. Cause I think it's definitely, we're very much becoming this victim mentality and people can't rise up on their own. I mean, we're seeing where where people aren't able to deal with right. situations. So, so here's my take on this is that when, when you look back, you know, in history, um, you know, we, we always learn about the good stuff and the big things. And then like the really bad stuff kind of people kind of want to treat it with kid gloves and stuff like that. You know, the, the great thing about today is that, you know, we can get by, we can drive cars, Back in the 40s, you know, the cars were obviously those cars around, but there weren't as many people. And as more people started, you know, populating the earth, we have this utopia of like what everything should be. We should, everything needs to be perfect. And as the decades went by and as we started really progressing, and I mean, we had a huge growth from basically from 1945 till about the early seventies where we had this huge growth of nothing but technology and everything really started happening. I mean, if you really think about it, like it was just huge. And then about until about the late eighties, early nineties until about, I mean, if you even up to today, how everything has grown exponentially because everything is just given to everyone. And, and now this is, we have like this basically quote unquote, this utopia we've taken away what, our founders and what our grandparents and our great great parents were trying to teach us is that it's okay to struggle. And we've taken that away and we've replaced it with, I don't want you to struggle. I don't want you to do what I've done or gone through what I've gone through, which is okay. And that's what you always want to, but we've replaced that with don't do this rather than you have to learn this and understand why this happened. And, and it goes back to the old adage. The old saying is, you know, if you don't learn your history, you're doomed to repeat it. And so we've actually been taking that history away because why? It's made our feelings hurt. It's made us feel uncomfortable. And now we're today, we're judging our past on today's standards. And that's wrong. We've taken standards and we've lowered them. And so if we're lowering those standards, how are we going to be more grateful for the things that we've been through and to where we've gotten so that way we can get even further. So once we've blurred those lines and we've taken that away, that's where we, that's why we have, we have all this mentality of, no, I don't want this person to talk because it hurts me. And so that's automatically labeled as hate speech and you need to stop this and you need to, and it's wrong. So we need to start, what we need to do is go back to where it was, we set those standards, 
And once we set those standards, we can appreciate the hard work. We can appreciate the grit. We're going to build more adversity. We're going to build more people who are able to deal with these things as they come. But now we're not dealing with that. Like, you know, the, the studies that I was doing, 25% of all college students today can be considered disabled because of anxiety. 25%. That's a big number. That is a huge number. That is okay. Big number. The military right now is struggling huge with their, with uh, su- the suicide rate. And it continues to grow. Like the Air Force has this huge deal. Like this year they had a huge stand down for, for trying to prevent suicide because they had by August of this year, they had more people committing suicide than they did all of, all of last year. So, and, and the studies show it's not combat related, it's anxiety related. And what do we do when people are anxious? We're just trying to calm them down, calm them down rather than seeing embracing it. I say, hey, let's embrace what's going on with you. Let's embrace the problem with you. You know, when I was on, when I was working on F-16s, listen, that's a $40 million taxpayer piece of hardware. If it broke, yeah, I was pissed because I had to go out there in the cold and whatever and fix it. And sometimes it took days to fix it. But I had to embrace the problem so that way I can troubleshoot it in order to put it back together and make it whole again. And that's the problem that I see today that we are not embracing this problem we are not embracing the problems of today so that way we can find better solutions and we're focusing so much on the problem that we're not looking for a solution and therefore we're not being grateful for us what we're doing today so you said something um basically that we're trying to protect the younger generation we don't want them to go through or to hurt some of some of the ways that we have hurt and that that kind of resonated with me because a big thing nowadays is helicopter parenting and you know it is kind of that we don't want our kids to to fail we don't want our kids to feel disappointed or discouraged or be left out or to feel those feels but in reality looking even back in my life those are the things that helped me grow those are the some of the things that helped me um, gain the personality that I have, right? You know, those are, those are the things that do make you grow. And as much as it absolutely sucks because my nine-year-old will come home occasionally from school and say, you know, that something happened and I I do want to protect her from that. And, you know, and I want to be able to fill her with all these words of wisdom to help her move forward. But in reality, I can't do that for her. I can give her as much love and the knowledge that I have. And then she has to take that and grow from it and move forward. And that, that is how we, that is kind of how we learn to be grateful for certain situations. You know, it it comes with its up, it's ups and it's down. So I, I, you're, I agree with you. You're spot on with that. Let me ask you this, Sean, what do you, let's talk about kids for a minute. I want to touch on this. Like, this is one of my hardest things. How the hell do you get your kids to like be freaking grateful for anything? Right. Cause I, I remember it though. Like I remember being young and being a kid and oh, just yeah, like, absolutely. you don't, kids don't think that way. Right. And so something I've been trying to do with my kids lately is just like, instead of trying, right. Cause as parents, we want to like force it all on them. Just like, no, you need to be grateful for everything, you know? Yeah. And right. uh, so lately I've been trying to just little pieces and moments here and there that I grab from. Right. Um, 
you know, like today, for instance, we were talking about the, um, those poor families like in Mexico that, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and so anyway, you know, my mom and I were talking about it. My kids were just around, right? So kids hear stuff like that and they're like, what are you talking about? You know? And, and they're, you know, my kids are young, but they grasp little parts of that story. And so something I'm, I'm trying to do lately is just take little moments like that and be like, you know, you guys say a little uh, prayer of gratitude in your heart, you know, that you, you live in a safe place and that you've got a safe family and, and your family's safe. Right. And, and moments like that. I don't care if it's even while we're eating dinner, sometimes instead of always harping on my kids, like you need to be grateful, grateful, grateful. I'll just take those moments and then say, Hey, you guys, why don't you just say a little prayer in your heart right now that, right. You know, be, be grateful we have food and things like that, right? So it's almost like they have to make this choice for themselves. Like I bring up the option, but then I'm hoping that they actually maybe take that moment here or there and then um, to kind of feel that gratitude for even if it's just a split second because mom just said to. But what are your thoughts on that? Well, I actually love that because I do think you have to be taught to be grateful. I, I, I think it's very rare if you're just born that way. And especially in today's world, there's so many expectations. There's so many things that people just think they deserve. I think you kind of have to teach people how to be grateful and how to look at life through that lens. So I think that's good to start young with, with the kids. I, 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 I I agree and disagree with you and and I'm going to explain why. Um, I mean, cause I deal with this every single day with my kids, you know, especially my little man, like today, my little man, he comes to me, he's like, he wants to buy some like battle pack on like, you know, his on, on video games and over. And I'm like, nah, man, I was like, that's not happening. You know, you, you weren't, you weren't behaving and you, you weren't, you know, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. So that's, that's just not happening. It's mm-hmm. a lesson, you know, and if you look at it in faith wise, you know, people are like, Oh, well, God's not real. He doesn't want to talk to me. Well, God actually talks to you every, every single day. It's how you want to listen and how you're listening to him. You know, the same thing. The kids don't want to listen to everything we say, you know, they're just gonna be like, whatever, you know, you're just, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like, you know, the Charlie, yeah. Brown teacher, you know, want, 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 you know what I mean? Because they want what they want. It's the same thing else. We want, what we want, but, Yes, we have to teach them to be grateful, but the way we teach that is by setting that example and walking the example. You know, if we're not setting that example, if we're not walking that example of gratitude and showing that we're grateful, whether whatever it is, whether we're saying a prayer for our meals or whether we're saying thank you to people every time we go into a store and we receive something and we're saying, you know, you know, God bless you or whatever, or hey, how you doing? We're not, if we're not setting that example, we can't expect them to understand as children to learn that also but i also where i disagree is that i believe that inherently people are all good inherently deep down inside people are all good and people inherently want to be good and want to do good and inherently when they have go through certain things that gratitude automatically comes out to the surface now whether or not they want to repress it that's their choice but and and, and again it comes from that those lessons that are learned but it, so it's kind of like a, that balance, you know, that yin and yang theory. You know, you have to have hot to have cold. You have to have, you know, light to have darkness. You have to have that balance. So you definitely have to teach the lessons, but it's inherently, it's already inside of us. God already put that inside of us, you know, to be loved, to love others, to love more another. That's why, you know, Jesus taught us not to, you know, don't judge everyone. It's not our job to judge everyone. It's not our job to do God's job. It's our job just to love people. And by doing that, setting that example, we're going to, that's how we can transcend that gratitude 
to everyone else, especially the kids. Because kids don't understand. Kids are immature. And that's just a natural thing, you know. But if you are setting that example, that's what they're going to want to follow. Because people inherently want to follow leaders. But when they, who do you, what are the leaders you follow? The ones that set the example. You know, the ones that you look up to. The ones that have earned it. And how do you earn it? Well, by setting that example, by doing that right thing, by going out there and living the life that you said that you want them to live. I love that. Thank you for that. I just wanted to bring up kids because it's such a big part of like all of our lives too, you know, and I think sometimes it's hard, like on both ends, like sometimes you walk around being like, oh my gosh, these little buggers aren't grateful for anything, you (laughs) know? Yeah, I say it all the time. Oh, I say it all the time. Uh, we'd be coming home from church and be like, why aren't you more grateful? <laughs> <laughs> be grateful for what you have, you freaking idiots. <laughs> Just kidding. But, you know, and then on the other end of it too, like I love catching myself and being like, no, watch yourself. Like yeah. you've got to be great. Like being frustrated with my own kids. Sometimes I have to catch myself like, no, like I'm grateful that my children are healthy, that Mm -hmm. I'm able to have them, that I'm able to teach them, you know? And so, man, it's just, we're all learning in this life, right? Just how to always have that gratitude. Well, Sean, let's uh, switch gears for just a sec with Thanksgiving coming up, man. What, uh, what do you guys do for the holidays? (sighs) Eat a lot of turkey. (laughs) (laughs) it's like everybody you know traditionally um you know since the east coast you know we sit down and watch the uh the parade and stuff like that so the macy's the macy's parade yeah you know i you gotta i ever tell you you this all right this is this is goes way back all right so macy's on 34th street me of course me growing up in new york um had a when i was like i was like 12 or 13 there was a a contest like a modeling contest. And my mom had entered me in there because Macy's was her favorite store. So unbeknownst to me that she had entered me into this contest, okay? Um, and I won, okay? Me and several other people won. And part of the contest, you know, the grand prize was to be in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. No way. So, yeah. So I actually got to be in the parade. And the day that the parade was, and it's always happened. It happens it's always the way, every year. So, you know, it was like four degrees outside. It was freezing. Okay. And then we had to wear these sweaters, these hoodies, but they were like thin. They were like paper thin. But then, and then we had, we were waiting on our float. We had people that are standing outside their balconies. They're like throwing us grapes and stuff. Cause we're like, we're hungry. We're hungry. Throw us some food. You know, and they're like, they're feeding us. Like if you're feeding like, you know, like little goats at a, at a bunny farm or something. You know? <laughs> And so we're like clamoring for these grapes and whatever. But then as we started going, you know, we started like, you know, having a, you know, good time and started warming up and stuff. So that was fun. That was a blast. So every year and we'll watch that and it kind of makes me, you know, gives me really good memories and stuff. Like oh, that. I love that. Macy's yeah, that's parade, fun. turkey. Yeah. You know, it's funny. My husband, he hates turkey. Wow, he does. That's like my husband's favorite. No, he's like, why do we have turkey? You know what our family does? We have turkey because you have to, but we also have prime rib. He, he makes his mom do like prime rib and his, and his sister and his brother-in-law bring, bring prime rib and they smoke it too. And, and he doesn't even care about the turkey. He's like, screw turkey. It's all about prime rib. That's <laughs> okay. Well, if I was giving Brad that option, he'd probably go with prime rib as well. Yeah. Prime yeah. rib is good. That's good. Yeah. So I think that the kids are going to be with their mom this year because oh, yeah. I had them last year. So kind of got to do that fair stuff and yep. you know, yep, we, we know, know all about that. that. <laughs> yeah. This is actually my year with the kids. What about you, Wit? Um, I actually don't know. 
Izzy's schedule is so weird. Um, oh. I probably have her. Oh, I okay. usually do. We alternate every year. And so this is our year with all the kids and yeah. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to see what everybody's kind of plan was for Thanksgiving. Dude, tell everybody where they can find you yeah. um, to listen. So, yeah. So guys, you can go on to iTunes, Spotify, Anchor. Just look up Faithfully Led podcast, you know, Faithfully Led, L-E-D, Faithfully L-E-D. Um, and uh, just tune in, subscribe, leave a message and stuff like that. Leave a rating. And then if you guys want to email me directly, it's Sean at FaithfullyLed.com. And also check out my website, faithfullyled.com, and you, you'll be able to book anything with me. Yeah, you guys go check Sean out. I mean, he really is such a motivational um, speaker and just uplifting. I know anytime I'm down, I'm just like, dude, we're Sean. Let's chat about we this. <laughs> yeah, we need to chat with Sean. Sure. Yeah, and check out my blogs on medium.com, but also I, I, I got I to gotta plug this. So I'm going to be co hosting another podcast. Um, with my good friend Matt Woodrum called Wrestling with Fatherhood. So if you guys, you, all you dads out there, it's going to be talking about everything about dads from faith to work to, you know, everything just about uh, everything about fatherhood because, you know, dads are a big deal and uh, we want to rebuild our community with the strength of dads. And so we're, we're putting it out there. So remember, Love so it. Wrestling with Fatherhood with uh, Matt Woodrum. So. Oh, congrats. That's yeah. awesome. Sean, good for you, dude. We're all about supporting the, the dads out there. Absolutely. The yeah. So. Listen, without the dads, we wouldn't be able to have girls nights out. Who's going to watch the kids? Just <laughs> I'm just playing. Exactly. I'm just exactly. <laughs> And that is our favorite part. of. I'm just playing. Who's going to rub our feet at the end of the night? I'm yeah. just playing. <laughs> who's who's going to sit there and watch The Bachelor with me? Exactly. <laughs> well, oh, that doesn't. They pretend they don't care about The Bachelor, but we they, know. they know always want to know who got voted off. Yeah, 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 we're just playing. <laughs> we're a bunch of jagoffs. Listen, you know I've got. I can't end this show with Sean without asking you about this dude. So this is so random. I just have this thought. I started watching the Goldbergs lately. Have you guys yes, seen the Goldbergs? Oh, you just started my. watching it as well. They're awesome. Oh, that's such yeah, a great show. We didn't even know we both started watching the Goldbergs. Yeah. What? Okay. Here's the deal. This is why we're soulmates. Um. <laughs> Here's the deal. I am so grateful for this show, right? Because sometimes, right? I, I, I'm an East Coast girl, okay, and I and I live in Utah now, and my my personality is a little bit different, right? Some people don't get me, and right. I started watching the Goldbergs, and I was like, holy shit! And then, and then I didn't even realize they are from Pennsylvania, so I was like, no, this is legit. It's teaching my husband like so much about me. This, watching the Goldbergs is actually more beneficial than any therapy we've ever done right? Like any amount of marriage therapy, it's actually like working better because he's realizing like, oh my gosh, people do just like yell at each other. And it's like, a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's such a soft-spoken dude, right? And, and he's always yeah. just like, why does it always seem like you're just yelling at everybody, like at the kids and stuff, right? When I'm trying to like get their attention or whatever, I am Beverly Goldberg. I love it. That's what, <laughs> but I was like, I wanted to know if you've ever seen that being from the I love, I love that show. That show because it, it it takes place right there in the 80s, so it takes me all back. You know, it takes yeah. me back to, you know, the Walkmans and all this other stuff. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love that show. That's so off, though. I think it's like I'm just feeling grateful for that show, really. That's what's going 
going on here. It's the gratitude I have for shows like that, that really just let people understand a little bit better of why Brittany is the way she is. That's all. <laughs> anyway. You know, hey, so, so why don't you just tell everybody like what one thing that each of us is grateful for. So go ahead, Brett. So you got, you got the mic. Go ahead, go watch oh, you. No pressure. No pressure. Just put me on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but listen, there's always like the cliche answers. Of course, I'm right. grateful for like my family, husband, whatever. Right. Um, but I think lately I've, I'm feeling really grateful for my health right now in life. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think as women, some stuff that we go through, uh, and even myself personally with like comparison and things out there, you're always kind of looking over the fence or what you could have better and this and that. And I, and I kind of had an awakening the last few weeks. Um, I follow this really sweet girl, Kim on Instagram, Kim can kick it. I don't know if you guys know, Mm -hmm. she's really, she's battled cancer for a long time and just watching her journey lately. I think it's just kind of opened my eyes to like, just one of those kick in the pants moments, you know? And so lately I've been feeling really grateful for, yeah, you know, oh, can I pick myself apart here and there physically? But man, there is nothing to complain about. You know, I've got health, I'm walking around, I'm able to take care of my family and and my kids and and be active in my life. And so, yeah, I'm just feeling grateful for my health lately. And the Goldbergs. And the Goldbergs. (laughs) And and dark chocolate lint truffle balls. Other than that. (laughs) If anyone wants to send those to Brittany. Yeah. (laughs) Email us. I'll give you my address. (laughs) Uh, You stole mine. I was going to say hell. Chocolate lint truffle balls. Well, those two. Oh, man. No, I'm more of a chewy candy person. So if if you want to send me those as well. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um. No, you still mind because you're right. Like I, of course, am so grateful for my family and for my connection. Um, but I was going to say health as well. And now I'm going to pass up on that because Brittany covered it. But um, she just wants to be like me. <laughs> no, I think um, one of the things that I'm most grateful for is uh, my husband. And I know that sounds like like, oh, okay, whatever. But, you know, he's the husband. But um, he really is my best friend. And he has been by my side through thick and thin. And I've gone through um, some really crazy things. I had a huge faith transition a few years ago. Um, and he just has always stuck by my side through through all of my weird things, through all of my, like, who, who wants to stick around through some of those like ugly moments, you know, but he has just always been my rock. And so I am, I'm really grateful for him Aww. for loving me for who I am. Yeah, you, awesome. I'm eating chocolate balls crying right now. <laughs> and, and, and the Goldbergs. And the Goldbergs. Hey, so hey, I can understand Brittany more. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, if you're listening at, at work one day, listening to this, I, I'm really grateful for you too. Don't worry. <laughs> We talked about that before the podcast. Yeah. The podcast. Now I just look like an asshole. I was not grateful for my <laughs> husband. <but laughs> no, that's sweet. I love that. Thank you. Sean, what about you? Me, you know what? Besides the, the obviously the normal cliche, you know, my, my health, my family, my kids, obviously, and stuff. I'm actually, and, and God, of course, but uh, I'm truly grateful for all the things that I've been through. Like all the, ba- all the bad stuff, like seriously. Uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at today and I wouldn't be able to be able to help other people and help them build their own legacies. If I didn't go through that, I definitely truly, truly all the, all the crazy stuff that I've been through. Um, you know, I'm truly grateful for all that. I really am because 
I, I wouldn't have the experience that I have and, and I'm able to do what God wants me to do. So, you know, I'm thankful for God for putting me through all these, you know, experiences and to be able to come out better on top and, you know, come out a stronger person. So, so that way I can be able to inspire other people. Love that. That's perfect. Guys. I take that answer as well. No, <laughs> ditto to that. <laughs> and so. the Goldbergs. <laughs> and the Goldberg. I mean, who's, who's not grateful? And to Beverly Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> And to Brittany. I did a fist pump in the air. And Kanye West. <laughs> and the Kardashians will read it. And the Bachelor. Um. Oh, oh my gosh. Where's this going? I love it. It's just snowball. Everyone throw, throw another idea out. <laughs> no, I love that though. Actually really grateful for like, um, I don't know if I want to use the word like second chances, but like learning and growing and stuff too, for sure. Cause I've, uh, I've definitely been a shit show a time or two in my life. And, and even my hub, same thing. Like you're talking like that. And I'm like, no, actually, yeah, that's like, Mark's really stuck by, we've talked about that in, in some previous episodes and yeah, that gratitude is there for sure. Yeah. He, he, he knows it. I don't have to say that. She'll bring you a chocolate bar, Mark. <laughs> we're grateful for people like you, Sean. We really are. Thank you. Absolutely. Keep yeah. us grounded, you know. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are always making me laugh. And you you make me laugh. That's you're all you're all good in my book, man. Oh, oh you know, I think a lot of people, you know, Wit and I can come off, especially on like social media, we're more like a silly or, you know, this and that. But there really are. We've been through a lot and there's some serious sides to us. And we're 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 grateful for our podcast. We are. We're grateful for, for the trials we've gone through so we could have this podcast yeah. and connect with, yeah. with people around the world, really. Yeah. I mean, that's why you guys are so awesome, man. Your podcast is just killing it. Listen, we are so grateful, really, to have you on. I hope everybody had a super great... My, listen, why don't, we can edit this out. I don't even know when we're releasing this. Before Thanksgiving? After? Week before. Week before? We'll edit that part out. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in there. That's what makes me good on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I should have say. a good Thanksgiving. If you listen, listen to it afterwards, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> Don't get killed. You listen to this the year after. We hope you have a yeah. great Thanksgiving next year. Yes. too. Don't get killed. Black Friday shopping. You know, oh, if, for real it's crazy out there, but I'll be out there. Look for me. Stay away from that. <laughs> Put in the podcast while you're in lines for all your, uh, that's right. Uh, electronics at blockbuster. <laughs> blockbuster. That's <laughs> fine. Blockbuster tags. <laughs> I'm watching too much Goldbergs at video stores. I don't know what to say. Blockbuster. Oh my love god. It. Oh my god. <laughs> Black Friday at Blockbuster. What is this? 15 years ago. <laughs> All right, man. You have a good one. Enjoy your holidays. And uh, until next time, you guys eat turkey. Let's keep it real. <laughs>